We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can find us most places you can find podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Odyssey app, Stitcher, OmniTennyToTheFan.com. You can find us Instagram.com slash Beers on Us. That's our main hub. We both posted pictures this weekend. I was oh, very proud of us. Did we? Yes. Shows how much I know. I'm not paying attention to anything. <laughs> I was very proud of us. And I had Twitter app, Beers on Us pod, and Facebook.com slash Beers on Us. I mean, you can follow us there, but do we do things there? No. I'm done doing my other things, so I would like to dedicate more time to it, so I'm going to dedicate more time to it. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, follow us on our personal pages. I'm at MikeLynch27 on Twitter. Patrick's at pdiddy 5 on both Twitter and Instagram. Okay. Week in beer-wise. I'm moving fast today. because Mike's on it. Let's roll. Well, let's be- roll. Let's roll. Because we've been really cutting it close here. We've been recording these Wednesday in the only hour we both have available during the week right now in between our show and the end of my shift. And it's just uh, it's just madness. Week in beer wise, I did what we talked about in last week's episode, and I went back to the well a little bit and decided to get myself more stouts than I normally would when I went to Market of Choice this Saturday. Okay. Also got a couple of fresh hops because I, I saw that there were some new ones, and boy, I regretted it immediately. Like, I, they were fine, but I was just like, ah, I, didn't, I didn't need to get this right now. What I was happy with is I went back to the well, and I got Ort Imperial Stout from Ecliptic, which is a very, very good Imperial Stout uh, that is canned every single year that I very much appreciate. And when I drink too many stouts, I stop drinking it because I get it too often, but I haven't, and I had it, and I was thrilled with it. And then I also, and this is what I posted on the Instagram page, got myself a Public Coast Peanut Butter and Jelly Milk Stout. Let's go. Peanut butter is my favorite thing of all time. Uh, peanut butter is great. I love it. PB and J's. All time. Like that's a nice, I like that call. I love peanut butter. I like that call as like my all time. Like I, I yes. always prefer if I'm eating chocolate, I always prefer peanut butter. Always. Yeah. I mean, I literally spoon out of the Jif jar. Like I love peanut butter. Ted Lasso keeps one on his counter open just so in case you got to like put a little finger in it yeah, as you're walking yeah, by. Just, yeah, a little something like that. Seen that show yet? No. Dude, I think that's my Halloween costume. Because I don't have Apple TV. Oh, there are many ways. On the internet, to I know, find I, I know, I, I, I have ways to get it. I just, I just haven't gotten to it. I think that's my Halloween costume. Is Ted Lasso? Well, yeah, I don't want to shave the mustache. Mm. So it's like now I'm like. It's actually st- not that hard of a costume. Now I'm like strictly only looking at people with mustache to be costumes of. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Chaplin. 
Well, that one, I got to shave the mustache a little bit. And if you're not dressed as Charlie Chaplin, well, you don't look so great. No, you don't. Uh, but I got a peanut butter and jelly milk stout from Public Coast. And boy, it was really, really good. It had a oh, real. that's rad. It had a really good, uh, I think they used raspberry jam, a really good like jam flavor in it. Uh, and and you, it tasted like a peanut butter jelly sandwich. And it was, that's exactly what I wanted from it. And that's exactly what it was. It wasn't too overly sweet. You know, sometimes with these flavored milk stouts, it can get a little bit much. Yeah. But no, I, I really enjoyed it. So I, it kind of helped reinvigorate me beer wise again because I had a couple of stouts this week. That's and great. I, and I went back into what I liked. That's great. You turned me on to Public Coast. And I'm so glad that still to this day we can say, hey, I like you. Yeah. Absolutely. I like what you're doing out there. Mm-hmm. Great spot, too. Uh, my week in beer, oh boy, if I, if I could remember the things that I did, that'd be great. I did. I was in Seattle. I was in Seattle over I the weekend. I saw you did go to Stoop, as I did say you should. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I was in Seattle over the weekend. I did a little bit of work on Friday, but I was up there more for a personal trip. Uh, I had an old friend of mine pass away, and we were celebrating his life. Uh, so I got to run into some old friends and things like that, but have no fear. I did do my best to partake while I was up there and do a little bit of beer. Stopped by Stoop Brewing, and I stopped by Rubens Brewing, and I stopped by Lowercase Brewing. If you listen uh, to this podcast, that's pretty much Patrick's trifecta of Seattle at somebody, this point. Somebody did message you and said that you should go to the Saison Brewery and yeah, see that it's not a Saison I Brewery know, anymore. I know, I was told, and then I went to go see my buddies down at Lowercase instead. <laughs> uh, but I had an Italian Pilsner at... Uh, at Stoop, which I brought some home, Mike. I'll hook you up with a can. Oh, thank you. Uh, the can art is, I'm not going to lie, Stoop. I love your beer. This can art is absolutely atrocious. Uh, but the beer was really great. <laughs> I think I posted, this is the fruitiest, like, fruity pebble style Italian Pilsner I've ever had. And I was not upset about it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, went over to Ruben's, and I felt really bad. <clears throat> because sometimes when I go to breweries, I'm, I kind of, like, look at them and I say, hey, what am I drinking? You know, they're like, what do you like? And I'm like, honestly, I just like good beer. What are you into right now? And at Stoop, they steered me towards the Italian Pilsner. But the Stoop, the Stoop kids gave me some options. So I was like, okay, all right. Uh, am I feeling lager, hoppy, whatever, you know? Okay, I choose that based off their descriptions. The Rubens kids, they wanted me to drink some beer that didn't have hops in it. They were using some other ingredient that wasn't hops, but gave up the same perception of hops, but it was New England style. And I said, you know what? That sounds cool, but I really don't like the New England style. I'm so sorry. I should have prefaced with that before. Is there something else you can recommend to me? And they were like, oh, yeah, then you definitely want this beer. And it was a hazy IPA. So I'm worried. Oh, no. So I'm worried that the bartenders up there don't know the difference between New England style and hazy uh, oh no! And then I felt like that jerk that would that was like, you know what? I'll just can, can I have the Vienna Lager or something like that? I don't even remember what I had. You probably got yourself like a, a summer IPA or something. Yeah, I don't even know if that's still no, on top. No, no, it was something I never had. I wanted to get something small batch, but I walked out with a six pack of Stay Frosty, which is their cold IPA, which I actually haven't dived into, dove into yet. So I'm excited to taste that. And I did buy a four-pack of that Italian Pilsner from Stoop. And then I went down to the homies at Lowercase and tasted a bunch of really, really cool stuff from them. I came home with, they did a collab with somebody up there from a, a brewery, Lucky Envelope. Okay. A small brewery in Seattle. And apparently a lot of people in Seattle think this guy 
at Lucky Envelope makes the best Kolsch in the greater Seattle area. I'm glad they say greater Seattle because I think those kids at Chuckanut have something to say about that, but that, but greater Seattle. So I was like, oh, okay. And did you make it here? Did you make it there? And they were like, oh, we made it here. So I was like, excellent. You know how collabs go. You got to trust the brewery that it's made out. Yes. So I said, lowercase, oh, I like you guys. I want to try that Kolsch. Absolutely superb. Grabbed a four-pack of that as well. And that's the, that's the style that you've talked about that you don't love Kolsch's. Exactly. I don't love Kolsch's, but there was just something about it. Could have been right place, right time. Was watching a little baseball on TV. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. I'm excited to dive into cans of that as well. But, you know, I had their ESB on Nitro, which they always do. They had a Mexican lager. They had a double Italian, which wasn't my favorite. But I kind of danced through their tap list a little bit, all in all. Those are my three Seattle breweries, Stoop, Rubens, and Lowercase. Those are my peeps. Very, very much enjoyable. You're, you're going to make the, uh, I can't remember the guy who loves getting you to try to get Cloudburst, but. Um, oh, you mean Holy Mountain. Holy Mountain, sorry. Yeah. You're going to make him very upset. Yeah. That well, you went up there and you still haven't tried the Saison Brewery. Priorities are priorities. <laughs> I've been to Holy Mountain. I've been to Holy Mountain before. Well, he says it's better now. It's different. Okay. They got options. Well. Well. You've my, got you've got your regulars. My priorities are in check. Like like we talked about, <laughs> stick with what you know. Get out of the beer rut, and and do things you like. And and fairly, I did that on I did all those on Friday, so I didn't even get Saturday as a chance to like do stuff because I was I was busy with, with that was the, with the homeboy. Service, yeah, yeah, that was busy with my homeboy, so I had to squeeze everything in a tight window. Uh, and he ended up commenting on my picture at Stoop, so. I had already kind of was set in right, my list, right. but I will. I promise the next time I'm up there, I'll go to Holy Mountain. I don't believe you. And I'll give it the full shake. No, I think I'm going to be up there in a couple weeks, so, so I promise I'll do it. So we talked about how we like to go back to the well to make ourselves feel better. Let's uh, do an episode not that at all. Not that at all. Not we are not all. doing that in any way, no, shape, the, or form. No, the two beers in front of us are beers that we are nervous to try. Um, I'm a little bit more open-minded, I believe, because I just came off having a 12-pack of Elysian Pumpkin beers. Oh, slipped it in right there. It's pumpkin. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the name of the episode this week. We are doing our first style episode in a while, and it's for a style that I think is, well, I'm sure it's popular because of the timing of it in Halloween and winter and fall and all of the things that go along with it and the spices that are in these beers. But boy, is this a style of beer that is really easy to mess up because... The flavors involved in it are so powerful that if you just overdo it a little bit, it just becomes that flavor. And I'm curious to see, because we've got two local breweries doing pumpkin beers right in front of us. Yep, wanted to go local. I'm curious to see, because all I've had now is the Elysian, mm -hmm. which is big beer. And they've and they've doubled down. They, they've always been a pumpkin sort of thing. I mean, when, they're just going crazy. And when, they, when ABV bought them out, when AB and Bev bought them out, they definitely decided to continue on that path. Which means it's probably smart marketing-wise because people look for it because it's unique and special. And if you think about it from an AB and Bev, from a large corporate standpoint, you've got one wheelhouse for a niche thing instead of trying to like spread it around to all these other little things. Like, let's get 10 Barrel on it. Let's get Golden Road on it. Let's get Sweetwater on it. Like, There's so many breweries. You might as well just say, let's get a lesion on it and try to pump this thing out to the country well what do we have in front of us here right now mr harris well right now i grabbed two the first in front of us is the corpo seco pumpkin ale from wayfinder wow wayfinder doing a pumpkin beer yeah, that's why i grabbed it premium pumpkin ale decocted pumpkin strong ale fermented with corporate ale yeast and aged with wood 
Okay. Alcohol, 6.5%. Corporate volume. ale yeast? <laughs> you tell me, man, dude. I don't make well, beer. I just it. pedal it. Corpo? What? <laughs> is that is that a shot at big beer making pumpkin beer? Yeah, maybe. Corporate maybe like, ale yeast? Suck it, dude. Nobody likes you anyway. Well, uh, I took a sip, and especially compared to the four different Elysian pumpkin beers I tried, way more nuanced. That's what I was way told, more which is subtle. why I grabbed it. Um, I do get a little bit of the wood characteristic in it. Okay. Uh, it's still a pumpkin beer. So Which, it's still kind of like, that's a lot of pumpkin flavor, but it's not as extreme as the, as the lesions I had. What's funny is I think we say this all the time when you like smell it and you're tasting, you're like, man, that really smells like pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie. My girlfriend, her okay? favorite thing in the whole world is pumpkin pie. Okay. It's delicious. And I love it. Get, her mama makes it for her birthday every single year. It's her birthday in the fall. No, her birthday's in August. Uh, <laughs> uh, but but her mom makes it for her every single year. Close and and I bet it. I, I'm not the biggest pumpkin pie lover, but I do like a nice little sliver with a little whipped cream on it. Um, this smells more like pumpkin pie than anything I've ever had. And yeah. I think and I think it's because the spices are balanced quite well. The spices are very. Uh, muted is a bad word because it sounds negative, but that's how it feels. It's they're not they're not punching through to like it's not too strong. Spices and beers are so tough. And like we talked about this when we had the uh, the hef with the coriander. Was that mm-hmm. the one? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it was way tra- overpowering. Yeah, yeah. The traditional hef. It's not coriander. The traditional hef is going to give you oh, that cloves. cloves. Yeah. It's going to give you that banana estery yeast profile, and then cloves kind of on the back end. And we had the frame one. The frame one. And that was like, too much. It was just like cloves, ninety five percent of the taste, and then a little banana for the five percent. And that's the same problem with pumpkin beers because you get all those little fall spices in there with the pumpkin because I think pumpkin by itself is probably just too much, and it just overpowers it. This I. Muted is a negative word, but I'm going to use it. They're muted. I I taste them, but they're not dominating, and that's a good thing. Well, I think something that's really interesting about this beer, and I'll I'll back it up and give you a little like open air into like my life. We I I work a couple shifts front of house at Grains of Wrath and Camus, and we are currently doing like a an employee not evaluation, but like almost yeah an employee evaluation. But they gave us some questions to answer. Before we went into our evaluation, you know, how do you feel about customer service? How do you feel about our cocktail menu? How do you feel about the food and modifiers and ingredients? But one was, how do you feel about our beer? And, you know, I, I, it, it's kind of my job to know the beer fairly well, but I was honest on it. And it said, you know, how do you rate on a scale of one to 10? How do you know about our beer? And I put a seven because there are things about beer that I still have a lot to learn about. And one of them is decoction there's still a lot about that process that i don't quite fully understand that i would like to learn about now when we're drinking this beer right here oh which i just found out is a collaboration between magnolia brewing and cloudburst brewing oh a triple with wayfinder is on it it says a decocted pumpkin strong ale now what's interesting about it because i just took a taste and then it clicked in my head and i thought about it the reason i'm thinking about it this beer has a lot of lager aspects to it, okay. despite it being an ale. And I'm talking about mouthfeel. I'm talking about not body per se. I'm talking about the way it sits in my mouth. It drinks kind of like a lager. Yeah, I can see that. Which almost makes me wonder, could you make a pumpkin lager? 
And would I like a pumpkin lager? <laughs> and I'm kind of like, well, color me intrigued. Prove me right, prove me wrong. Uh, I think this beer is pretty good. I think yeah. this beer is actually really good. Well, I'm quite surprised by it. I didn't think I'd like it. I'm not going to go really good, but it is, for a pumpkin ale, it is really good. Yes. Um, it's just, it's so funny because I love pumpkin flavored things. I really do. Although, anybody else who's done this, back me up on this. I used to get the creamers, the pumpkin creamers from like uh, International Delight or whatever the other brand is for coffee. Last year I got them. They tasted horrible <laughs> like the recipe was changed and it tasted like like wrong like not just like this is too pumpkin it tasted like not food flavor like the time i've had homebrew and the the finish they're like yeah i really like it but for some reason the finish tastes like gasoline and i'm like wow that's a little that's a little extreme oh my god i'm drinking gasoline <laughs> it was kind of like that and i could not i had to dump the entire pumpkin thing and i'm nervous now because they're back the creamers are back and i would always get the pumpkin spice creamers and they're not there or, or they're there and i'm scared i don't want to taste it again because I don't want to waste three dollars or whatever it is on something I'm going to drain pour because it tastes like garbage. So I love pumpkin, but recently my experience either I'm I've kind of outgrown it or or my experience has changed. I don't know. Uh, beer number two is from our friends over at Stormbreaker up on Mississippi. That's up in my hood. Uh, the pumpkin peddler rides into Portland with warming aromas of clove, cinnamon, and nutmeg. No oh boy. Perfectly balanced flavors of pumpkin and spice with hints of maple sweetness. Okay. Just just get out of his way if you see him coming. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I It enjoy- looks like Ichabod Crane, you yeah, know, like that does. kind of thing. You got the flaming pumpkin Which is head. great, but I mean, those guys have always been, you know, they they always lean in on kind of like the fun pun sort of aspects of well i like i like the idea of putting maple in it to kind of to kind of just be an extra flavor Mm -hmm. just because i feel like maple goes with a lot of these seasonal flavors um they mentioned cloves and nutmeg and cinnamon which makes me nervous that's going to be too much (laughs) Ah! but uh let's find out uh what's really interesting is is i was doing a bunch of research and kind of looking at smells very different doing a bunch of research and kind of looking into pumpkin ales sounds like the first known pumpkin ales brewed in the states is 1771 so pumpkin beers are older than america okay okay (laughs) which i can't think of anything more american than being older than america when the first Shout person hipsters. tried to like eat a pumpkin, like, that doesn't look edible. It's just like a thing. Dude, think of the first person that ate mushrooms. Ooh. Hey, this tastes great. Hey, I'm seeing different colors. <laughs> hey, I'm dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's a that's, wild trip. As I mean, well. that may not have been. I mean, not every mushroom gets you on a trip, does it? No, no, no. But there are basically three reactions you can get from mushrooms. One, you're tripping out. Two, they taste delicious. Or three, they're so poisonous that you're dead. <laughs> so here we go. Well, I guess the good thing is that for somebody who died eating mushrooms, probably didn't make it very far. And then they found a dead person next to the mushrooms and said, I guess we shouldn't eat those. But what I found in my research on pumpkin beers, which is so funny, I think, I mean, clearly what we have today, I think the first commercially brewed pumpkin ale was from like Buffalo Bill's Brewery or something like that in the 80s. And, but what I've learned about it is, and this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody, it's fermentable sugars at a time in which, depending on the season, depending on your output, your crops, you might not have any malt left. Mm. So 
people were using pumpkins basically as a malt bill Interesting. to be able to ferment the sugars out of it to make said beers. Now, people were using them from all over the spectrum, from a little bit here to 50-50 to only pumpkin based on, you know, I mean, if you're in the 1800s, you know, if you're at a malt, you're trying to make beer. Also, people felt that pumpkin as a malt was a more nutritional antioxidant I mean, I'm sure they weren't using the term antioxidant, but a more nutritional use. Natural way. Natural way when it comes to make beer. Uh, And so that's what came of it. I'm I'm curious, did in replacing the malt with pumpkin, does that give it pumpkin flavor? Or is is it a completely different experience where it's like it just acts as a malt, but it's a different ingredient? Oh, I mean, it's for sure going to give it flavor. I mean, all the different malts around there all have their own flavor profile. I'm just curious because, like, 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 take the Vienna malt for example. Like that has a very ex- distinct flavor. I guess I'm more comparing it to the pumpkin beers of today, where it's like that. Yep, that's pumpkin. Like when you drank that, was it like, yep, that's pumpkin, or it's like, huh, the malt's a little different tasting. I wonder what that is. You know, that's an interesting question because I feel like for us in modern civilization, pumpkin has always been associated with cinnamon nutmeg cloves all these other spices pumpkin is rarely on its own even if you rip your seeds out of your pumpkin and toast them to snack on them you're still adding some forms of spices Mm -hmm. right so i mean i have to think it still tastes like pumpkin but to be honest i don't know if i know excuse me what straight pumpkin tastes like there was also this uh Pumpkin was pumpkin beer was deemed to be a quote health tonic, and it was created something that was a, a cocktail that typically mixed rum, beer, and sugar, and the pumpkin beer was pumpkin and brown sugar. Okay, that sounds so pretty that, good. That tended to be the go-to. That sounds delightful. Fermentable. I love rum. I love beer. I love sugar. You love rum. I love rum. Oh, I don't love rum. Uh, Too much bad rum in college. Cuckoos. My, <laughs> oh, uh, whoa, smells different too. Yeah, my, I haven't even taken a sip yet. My favorite uh, was drunk history over here. Was just, pumpkins. Was just good when I was in the Caribbean, Caribbean, however you want to pronounce it. the The two times I've been there in my life, just getting the local rum was like, oh, like from Jamaica and the DR. Like you just get really good rum, and it's uh, it's interesting. So I'm a big I'm a big whiskey bourbon guy. Like that's my number one, and then number two for me is rum. Oh, interesting. Do you find this beer still subtle and nuanced? No. You find it over the top? Not over the top. Uh, it's actually, as I've, I've taken a couple sips of it, as I've sipped it more, it's almost mellowing out a little bit. But that initial sip, I was like, whoa, there's the spices. You know what I think a lot of it is for me? A lot of it is for me is mouthfeel. Mm. That this Wayfinder almost has such a lighter mouthfeel, such a like a... A thin mouthfeel. And this feels more like a winter ale. Yeah, and to where this has more of a more of a rounded, kind of fuller mouthfeel. But as far as pumpkin and spices go, I feel like they're semi-comparable. Okay. You know, it's just kind of like how do you want the beer to sit on your mouth? And you know what you know what's interesting about that? When it comes to pumpkin ales, and I I mean, total blind luck by bringing these bringing these two in, is that these beers are very indicative of the breweries that make them. Shocker, the lager brewery has a lighter mouthfeel. 
Shocker, Stormbreaker, Ale Heavy has a heavier mouthfeel. But I think the pumpkin and spice ac- action is still semi-nuanced because if you beat people over the head, nobody wants another one. Yeah. Or they struggle to finish the first one. I would say that I, I would disagree just from my own palate in that I could have multiple of the pumpkin ale from Wayfinder just because of how smooth it was mm-hmm. and how mellow those flavors were. I think I'm one and done on this one. Just because and maybe this is just because cloves, because you mentioned cloves. Sure, sure. I think I just can't handle that spice. Do you taste the clove or do you think it's placebo effect? I taste the clove. Okay. I do. Um the first thing you taste is the spices. <laughs> immediately on the front of your on the front of your tongue. Well, I'll do you one better. I don't want either of these beers. Okay. Well, it's a pumpkin beer. Yeah. <laughs> you probably want the beer that's beer of the week, though. I just find this I just find this style so wild. I mean, it's like we just came out of Fresh Hop. Which is this this tiny little window, and has caught on regionally so much, and it just takes over everything by storm. And then we slide into pumpkin beer, which is kind of the same thing. Yet my reaction to it is something completely different. Yeah, and it's probably a personal thing that I don't love pumpkin. Right, and okay. I do. But for whatever I don't reason, mind spice beers. We, you and I, that's where we kind of meet in the middle. We like winter spice tales. Yeah, we do. If it's not overpowering, I yeah, do enjoy them. Yeah, we both like those, which is a weird thing. At least I can only speak for myself. It's a weird thing that I like those, but I'm I'm into those. So you, would, so I get that Follow aspect. Follow la la incoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that aspect from these beers, but I think the base flavor of pumpkin just ain't my thing. Yeah. Um I think I think that the the Wayfinder one is very nuanced. I think the Stormbreaker one is better than any other pumpkin beer I've had prior to today. Mm. It's just um the spices are a little much for me. It's just a pumpkin beer instead of a beer with pumpkin. Yes. Kinda of, that's kind of a good way to put it. And and like I told you guys based on the box that I had, I thought the stouts that were in there that were made with pumpkin were much better. Because they really kind of balance the pumpkin flavor out because there's already strong flavors yeah, in the stout. It's already super bold in the stout, so you're kind of getting kind of, a little... It kind yeah. of makes it naturally more nuanced because there's other stuff going sure. on. Sure. Did you have any more pumpkin beer information for us before we head to Beer of the Week, which will cleanse both of our palates? No, I don't think so. Um, you know, a lot of it is just early colonial times. You know, pumpkins, you know, it's, it's a native species. So when you come out of here, let's see... Is it really native to this country? I didn't know that. I mean, I don't know if it's native to this country, but it's grown. Like, I don't know if it was, like, founded here. I don't know if it's, like, pumpkin's an American thing. But in colonial times... Do you see pumpkins elsewhere in the world? They might have brought pumpkins over. I'm not quite sure. We seem to have a lot of them when it comes Halloween time. (laughs) We also seem to be quite invasive that is in this true. country. That is true. In all aspects of life. But you said before we Since were... Since the boat landed, if you catch Madrid. But you said before we were a country, it started. I mean, we were here already. So maybe, maybe it is a, a North American thing. Fermentable sugars had to be found where they could. And in first pumpkin beers, the meat of pumpkin took the place of malt entirely? Well, you kind of mentioned that, right? Um... The role of pumpkin in brewing and as a means of general sustenance was a key subject of a satirical song that has become known as America's First Folk Song, written in 1643. Yeah, dude, I don't know, man. I found it. Native to North America. Hey. Northeastern Mexico and the southern United States. Pumpkins are one of the oldest domesticated plants, having been used as early 
as 7500 to 5000 BC. Popularity began to wane by the early 19th century as pumpkin itself began to be viewed as something quaint and rustic. Okay. <laughs> which means it'd be very popular right now, which it is. Hipsters. Hipsters, hipsters, hipsters. Guilty as charged. Yep. You although, are one for sure. Yeah, although not to the uh Well, that's what all hipsters say. Right? Flavor. But I mean, when when does the when when does the uh like when do you get to the point where you said, "Yeah, man, dude, I know about pumpkin. Like I've I've seen pumpkin beers forever. When do I stop getting considered a hipster in that aspect?" Like, I knew it before it was cool. Guess what? Pumpkin beers aren't cool anymore. They're not cool anymore. I think that all hipsters continue to move the goalposts to where they continue to know other things before they happen. (laughs) So there really isn't a sort of, like, stopping point. It's just like, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Like, it's, it'll be butternut squash next. I knew about butternut squash soup before people knew about butternut squash soup. Oh, yeah, you like the prequels? Well, I liked the prequels before they even came out. <laughs> Remember how everybody hated the prequels when they came out? I loved them on my first watch, and I wasn't even a kid. Yeah. I was, actually. Yeah, the sequels still suck, though. That'll be the hipster statement. Right, right. Rogue One wasn't any good. That That's a bad take. But that'll be a hipster take. That's a bad take. Not all hipster takes are good takes. It's a really bad take. I love that movie. The movie's fantastic. It's one of the best ones. It's, it's probably the best made of all of them. Yeah, probably. All right, well, let's get to a beer of the week and uh, let us know what you guys feel about pumpkin beers and if you've seen any other breweries doing them or if it's just you love pumpkin so much. Is there like a national one I that love you like? Pumpkin. Nom, nom, nom. Patrick said he saw a dogfish head on the shelf that he considered potentially I know, getting. I almost grabbed it. I want to stay one, local. Is that one any good? So let us know. Instagram.com slash beers and us. We have a beer of the week that will be just for Patrick. I will enjoy it as well, but it is one of his favorite styles from a brewery you probably haven't had it from before. That's next. Beers on us, Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris. Beer of the week time. Ole, 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 ole. Ole, 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 ole. I wasn't sure if you were coming with me or not. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, thank you, because I couldn't stop myself. I just saw the I just saw the episode the other day when Jan is trying to talk about Michael and hers relationship, and she's like really frustrated outside of Michael Wallace's place, and she says something. She's like, "I've had to think long and hard about this." That's what she said. Oh God, what's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> That's a later season, right? I think it's yeah. I think when it's, he's when they're at the corporate and she's still there, but they're not together anymore. I think it's season three. Okay. Anyway, that's the office watching, for those who don't know, but most of you probably watching know. the super fan episodes. Mm. They're really great. Okay, there's some really good stuff. Something positive about Peacock, right? Um, <laughs> I uh, am on the 2001 Survivor series right now. Yeah, except they just have ads. Even if you have premium, they have ads, and that's I hate true. It. It's I true. It absolutely hate it. It sucks. So the beer for our beer of the week. So here, here's the story. I will tell a story here. We have a little time. Story time with Michael on, on Beers on Us. us. <laughs> Rainbow Road music starts now. Boy, like one... I do love Rainbow Road 64. It's such a such a great level. Good. One person's going to get that reference, by the way. <laughs> um, Is Joey listening? <laughs> so I was going to go back to Market of Choice and bring in the Public Coast Peanut Butter and Jelly Milk Stout for Beer of the Week. Oh, yeah. Uh, what happened today was my parents... 
were sending me a package that were gifts for my girlfriend and her kids for the holidays. Oh, fun. And it was just keep them until it's the holidays and you sure, can give sure. them for them. I get a text at 1245. Okay. I have not showered yet. I'm about to shower and get ready to come into work. And um, boy, that makes me sound like a, a slacker. My <laughs> shift doesn't start until I don't usually come into work until 1.30. So stop yelling at me. It's noon. Uh, <laughs> I'm just walking around in my dun dun. Yep. Well, that's basically how it was. I was playing football manager. And um, I was uh, I got a text. Hey, the package is there. It's on, it's on your front door. I open my front door. Nope. There's no package. I'm like, hey, package isn't there. Is it in a parcel box, like one of those mail parcels? Yes, yes. My dad doesn't know what that means, and he goes, no, it's in this type, type of a box. And I'm like, what? No. Like, is it in what? It, did, the, did the USPS put it in a mailbox, or was it too big, and they put it on my stoop, and they just put it on the wrong one? There's a lot of apartments that are the same sure. number as mine around I've our complex. I've been to your place. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, go, go check. So I start, like, getting ready to go look, and then he texts me, I sent it to your old address, bleep. And I was like what and he goes yeah it's it sent to it's sent to your old house and he's like can you go get it it was already like i i was already like pushing it on my getting ready to go to work time and i was like i mean i i guess i kind of have to but i'm, yeah. I'm kind of running late <clears throat> so i head over it's about 20 minutes away from where i live now i head over to my old house and i park and now i'm saying and they're like i'm gonna look like a porch pirate because i'm walking up to someone else's i just pulled up in my car about to see you on reddit I just walked <clears throat> up to somebody's house, and the package was there. Picked it up. Picked it up. And turned around. Turned around, went back to my car, opened my trunk, put it in, and I sat there for a second, and I was like, okay, the best way to do this is if you go back and you ring their doorbell, and if they're there and you answer, like, hey, by the way, I used to live here. Get off my lawn. <laughs> my dad sent the package to the wrong house. Here's the package address. This is my ID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was gonna, like, you just tape that on there. I was going to do that. I haven't ordered from Amazon in months, but that's mine. <laughs> and uh, nobody answered. So I was like, great. So if they have a camera, they didn't have a ring doorbell or anything. So hopefully they didn't have a camera. But if they did, now I'm a porch pirate, right? But I was all the way down in my old neighborhood and I couldn't stop a market of choice. So I was like, you know what? I'll go to the new seasons that was down here and see what's going on. And uh, I found this beer as Beer of the Week, which is why it is not the beer I wanted to bring in. But I saw this and went, okay, I'll try this. That's an interesting, it's a brewery I've, I've really grown to like. They've made really good beer the last few years. My favorite stout of the last two years is from this brewery. Um, so let's let's try this beer. It's Everybody's Brewing from White Salmon, Washington, and it's their Vienna Lager, which is one of Patrick's favorite styles. Named after the city this style originated, we kept this one true to its roots. <clears throat> Trying to get the good voice going. I'd like to get into voice acting someday. So Yeah, I think that'd be really fun, <clears throat> wouldn't it? A glowing bronze color with a nice malty aroma gives way to flavors reminiscent of warm break bread. God, I gotta speak right. Warm baked bread. <laughs> You'll and, never get it into voice acting doing that. And roasted nuts. Only you can that, prevent wildfires. That's what she said. Six <laughs> percent. Uh, I find it interesting that this beer is at six percent because I find this on the more full side of the Vienna Lager style. Well, I, I, that's you know kind of I mean, like, like I, I don't mean to keep saying mouthfeel on today's episode, but I guess that's where my palate is these days. Mouthfeel wise, it feels so much more full yep. than probably traditional would say. 
I don't have an issue with it. I think the flavor's good, but it definitely feels heavier. Did you take a sip already? I did. Okay. I was going to say, I want, I want your take first because you're the Vienna lager drinker. I love this beer. And I this, I think, kind of leans more into my wheelhouse of heavier mouthfeel, maltier build. It's a touch maltier. It's a touch sweeter. I think the flavors <clears throat> are really good. Um, fresh baked bread, yes. I get it. Mm. And I love it. Uh, it, it's one of those things, and I, I, it's a it's a memory for me. It's a it's like one of those personal things. I'm sure people have been to this restaurant who were listening, but uh, the Irish Table at Cannon Beach is a really good restaurant. It's a great Irish restaurant. It's in the same building as Sleepy Monk Coffee. Um, they open up at five. They do really traditional Irish food. It's really good, and they make their own homemade soda bread, mm. and they give it to you on the table. And I usually get a Guinness when I'm there because it's, of course, I'm trying to remember if I've had soda bread. Well, if you haven't, it's delightful, and uh, they give you Irish butter with it, and that mixed with the Guinness, uh-huh. like I'm getting the memory vibes off of this beer. Just of that, feeling it because it's fresh baked it. bread. It's a malty beer. I like this a lot. And Vienna lagers, I enjoy them, but they're not my style. Sure. Uh, you know, okay, sure, I'll have it. it, it it'll be good. This hits me where I want to be hit. Uh, yeah. the, the heavier body <clears throat> gets me to my happy place. Yeah, it's interesting. I didn't even know this was six percent when I first tasted it. Um, I think the I think the I think the malt profile on this beer is great. I I I think I I think I get that awesome Vienna flavor to it, which is all that I care about. As somebody who's had a few beers, walking into this, it's a little full for me. Um, mostly because like I would start with a Vienna Lager. This one's a little more full, but. Uh, we're going to go do some other work and unless you want it, I'm going to drink the rest of this. Okay. Unless you want it. I mean, I, I like it, but it's your style. So. Cause I'll go drink a fresh hop IPA too. If you want me to instead. <laughs> Boy, tough choice. I know. Tough choice. I know. You can I have really it. It's fine. I'm, I'm into this and you know what? <clears throat> like Mike, you opened my mind to this stuff so much more because I can be such a curmudgeon and you know, bleep hole for lack of better terms. That you will find some breweries that you find a couple beers that you like, and then you will dive into them. And for that, I appreciate because I am not as good at that. Mm-hmm. I will say, "Ooh, I had this beer from them. That's pretty good." And then I have one that I'm like, "Well, that's okay." Yeah, you want to get out of here? Let's go somewhere and else. And you're done. <laughs> yeah, to where you're like, "I'll try them all. I'll have one of everything, please." <laughs> <laughs> that is that does sound like so. Me, yes. So thank you for continuing to give me everybody's in my life. Yep. What are all the uh, other other breweries that I've done for that? That part of coast, yeah. Cold fire, cold fire. I did that early in COVID. Is three not enough <laughs> to prove this point? I'm just curious. I was just curious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cold fire, public coast, everybody's. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the COVID. I know, there's got to be something else too. Thunder Island. I did bring like three of those in when we yeah, started canning. Was it, was it that much? I couldn't remember because I know you brought me. I know you brought to me some of that Thunder Island. Yeah, I mean, there you go. I mean, there's, there's some. There's some examples right there. That's four right there. All right. Well, let's have get I out done, of here. Have I done it to you? Uh, yeah. Ben Brewing for me was one that I never really had, and you started bringing in a ton of Ben Brewing to me. I did make you drink Breakside, but I worked there. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sun River for for you to me was one that I there there you know in all grocery stores and stuff, yeah. but I did not have Sun River. And that was one that you just continually brought in. Um, I had had Block 15 of my own. Uh, and where did our block love start? Just organically, probably? Well, I, think we, I think Sticky Hands, right? Yeah. We both liked it. Uh, I mean, you introduced me to Bear Lick originally. I mean, that's just something I probably would have 
stumbled across it myself. But wow, we almost went a whole episode without saying Berlick. Drink, drink, drink. What's up, guys. But yeah, I think I think that's Shout uh, out. that's some good ones right there. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, and you, I guess you introduced me to Grains of Wrath too, which you now work at. Yeah. Well, I mean, Breakside introduced me to Grains of Wrath, so mm. I'll give them the credit for that. We have not planned next week's episode yet, but uh, you know what we haven't done in a while, mm. and you would love this for the COVID wall. It's the tasting room. Oh boy. We're on the we're She's on the so close. We're on the final shelf of the COVID She's wall. So close. And then we will take a picture in all of her glory and send it along to you. It's gonna have to be like a panorama. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. And it's in a really enclosed space. So we'll try to figure it out. With really terrible lighting. Terrible lighting. But uh, we're almost done, so maybe we'll do a tasting room next week, get a couple a uh, couple of beers in. And um, how about this? How about we each bring in beer for the tasting room? Usually it's on Ooh. one of us to bring in an, all five. Um, let's each bring in three. We don't have to drink all six of them. That'd be a little extreme. We can pick one for beer of the week. Sure. And let's just bring in three each. And maybe we can do a tasting room based on getting out of the rut. Beers that you would drink to get out of the rut. And we can. it'll be very different for both of us. So it'll be a different kind of style for both of us. I'm in. Plan? Plan. Done. Plan. Done. Look at how long we've been doing this. That's next week's episode. Uh, Instagram.com slash beers and us. Like, subscribe, rate, review, wherever you find us. Download the episodes. And we'll see you guys next week, Thursday at 4. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.